podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a Hi. Hi. You're on speakerphone. You're on speakerphone. I was was actually kind of thinking that you might have forgotten that we said we were going to pod tonight. Why would we say that, you asshole? Because you're a flaky bitch, that's why. I've never missed one of our podcasts, Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be fairly obvious if you did. Um, (laughs) Did you get the mail I sent you? I did. I was, I actually was just going through this comic. Um, so yeah, I have a couple of questions. So you sent me a few, a few objects. Yeah. Did you wait? And this is like your second cunt offense is for not immediately after getting the mail, like writing a thank you text message, just a text message saying thank you. Well, I knew we were talking today, so. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we were also, we've been texting before True. today. Well, I just got it on, not last night, but the night before. Really? Wow. That took yeah. a while. Yeah, but also I don't check, like, we don't check our mail every single day, so it could have gotten there before that. I'm pretty sure I mailed it, like, two weeks ago. I mean, we probably check our mail, like, twice a week. Oh, okay. All right, so go ahead. What's your question? Um, well... So I really enjoyed the comic book, first of all. Thank um, you. That I was my like it was, my quarzine. Huh? That's my quarzine. I love it. I love it. And I felt like it was like, I felt like it is um, not just your day, but everybody's day since this started. Yeah, that's the like defining. Um, thank you. That's a really big compliment for a journal comic artist because it is our end goal to be relatable. That's like the most important part of drawing journal comics is to be relatable to our readers. Well, yes, and this is super relatable. And I just, I my first question is: is the very last drawing just a drawing of like Gus and your cat just watching you do a performance online as a mime yes that's great I love that and that's actually what it was like um I like uh I was doing because while we were quarantining I mean Gus is I usually do um I'm probably switching it up but first off I want to say that I do have a patreon and you can go to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, and sign up because um, that comic zine that I sent you is an exclusive comic zine that I send, sent to all my Patreoners. So, and a lot of those comics are exclusive to only my Patreon. So there's well, that. I love yeah. these. And I've seen a couple of them before. Um, like I really like the the one where you get called a maggot bitch. 
because you didn't have your mask on because you thought it was fine to not have a mask on outside. And then I also really like the one um, about what you just read are workers living in the U.S. during a pandemic. Fact. Oh, yeah. I've been drawing memes a lot more recently. I guess that it makes me officially a millennial artist because I draw memes. Um, and I, that's that meme of that, um, oh my goodness. I can't remember his name now, uh, but he was on Star Trek. You would know him and he does the fact or fiction TV show. Do you know? Jordy? What's his name? Jordy? I don't know. That was no, character. not Jordy. He, he was, I think he was a captain on the ship oh, at um, one point. Jean-Luc Picard? Not Jean-Luc Picard. It was like in the 90s like and I feel like it was on like not like the main you know how there's a couple Star Trek shows there's yeah it was like a like a light later lesser Star Trek yeah yeah gotcha anyway I can't remember his name now anyway um there's a meme where um you like people just play the beginning of this tv show and it's like him saying some like outlandish shit and then he goes fact or fiction and then he's like fact where he goes, like, fiction. Oh, I do know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and I would say, yeah, the MAGA bitch thing with the mask, one thing I, when I'm like, our politics, uh, culture war, are more culture war than they are based in, like, policy or in real world um, things, because at times, my, I felt my identity shift as, like, a MAGA bitch. Like, I'm not for Donald Trump at all, but every yeah. once in a while, like, I would see myself being, like, annoyed of the mask, like, to wear a mask or not wear a mask and not know what the rules were or anything like that. And there's times where people are who are, like, more liberal-leaning are very elitist towards you, and I feel like a MAGA bitch at those times. And the mask wearing, um, not wearing that comic is like kind of about that we're and it kind of confuses people I think people think of me like I've gotten a lot a lot of people have unfollowed me recently <laughs> and I think it's because people expect me to be this like liberal left-leaning um person and the thing is I think I'm just more radical left than a lot of people yeah that's what I was gonna say yes that yeah is exactly what's going on here exactly and so they just get confused at times because I'm just, it just so happens I'm further left than them. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and I do think like there's a lot of ridiculous, like how people treat people who are MAGA hat wearing people in the middle parts of our country and the way people treat them and talk to them is like, I, and not to be like, they don't, because there is like the flip side of that is like you see a lot of these people blatantly being racist and blatantly um whatever there's like a lot of hatred on both sides so I'm not like whatever but the elitism is something that I feel um people put onto me a lot of times and not me being elitist elitist but people being elitist towards me at times that I identify the hatred towards liberals because of that, you know? Well, yeah, same for sure. And yeah. that, yes, yeah, um, I feel the same way. And I think that the reason, because Trump has taken advantage of those feelings yeah, that people have, and definitely. particularly like in the Midwest and like mixed it up with 
you know, racism and all that shit to like get his platform and. But liberals do the same thing. Liberals do the same Uh, thing. Like as they, they they appropriate black lives matter and LGBTQ and pronouns, they appropriate that shit for their gain as well. So it's kind of, but so that's why for me, sometimes I'm like politics today is actually a culture war. Because we're not talking, we're talking about these like abstract ideologies and not actually material, um, uh, you know, material gains or losses based on political policy. Yep. Which right. which brings us into our uh, this the topic of today. We decided to do uh, election twenty twenty. Uh, yeah so we now i mean i guess we have uh officially it's president-elect biden um so we'll be talking about president-elect biden and um and just our feelings and thoughts about the election now maureen and i this is not an educational um, podcast no, not in any way, shape, or form. You're listening to Two Hoes from Delco with Beth Heinley and Maureen Cummings. This is not an educational podcast. And um, we do have sections of the podcast. So, I mean, just for starters, I do want to say one of the sections of the podcast is that we have a Patreon. And our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash number two hoes, H O E S. From Delco, F-R-O-M-D-E-L-C-O. And you go there and we actually do two episodes every week. And one of them is just on our Patreon. So if you'd like to go support us for $5 a month, you get an extra podcast from us. And I would say, yeah, we're, we've been, we're probably, we are more racist on the podcast on Patreon, I would say. Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you agree? Yes. It's super racist. Um, and that's Wait, that, I, You know what? I had to just say for a second because of your annoying spelling bullshit. Yeah. Um, I did notice the M on the package. I noticed the M. I noticed that you're throwing it in my face that you think that my Twitter oh. name should have two Ms. <laughs> I forgot I did that. Yeah. Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah marine twitter handle if you well there's a well let's save that for the apology section but um yeah, uh but yeah so join our patreon if i'm um, also for five dollars make sure you include your address because we have stickers two hosts from delco stickers we have t-shirts uh we we said last week i'm actually probably going to be setting this up real soon but we're, we are going to do two hosts from delco wallets um not po- not pocket pussies not to be mistaken for pocket pussies these are just wallets for holding cash in okay dirty get <laughs> That's your the first mo- thing my mind went to um and then we uh yeah so j- join and um also i guess so that concludes the patreon section of the podcast and we do not actually have a patreon so yeah i'm glad that's over yeah, we don't have one. Um, I don't really feel like setting one up. And we only have like, we only get like 30 plays an episode. So it doesn't really seem worth it to me. Right. We could just meet you on the corner and you could like give us $5 if you wanted to give us money. 
Because there's not that many of you. Well, yeah, I guess for, for yeah, it would be a small outdoor gathering. So that would be uh, acceptable to the CDC compliance of um, what is safe. So like if, if we gathered all our listeners, they would comply with the CDC guidance for COVID small <laughs> gatherings. That's I think that's really progressive of us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then, let's see, uh, other sections of the podcast. Yeah, the apology section. Look, you're supposed to, you, our listeners, are supposed to write into us and tell us what to apologize for. I'm sick of, of torturing myself, torturing myself, okay, <laughs> to find out what to apologize for. Uh, I did send you that that tweet I saw, Maureen, where it's officially been indoctrinated that on Twitter that you that saying crazy outside the context of the mentally ill is in fact not okay. You love that shit. And I just wanted to say I don't think we said anything like crazy in the last podcast. Yeah, uh, maybe not the last one, Beth. But you say it a lot. You're really ignorant about it, and I don't appreciate it as a mental health person oh you know what i've noticed you say a lot though you use schizophrenic outside of the context of schizophrenia like all the time marine i do yeah you do weird because when i saw it in that in that tweet i was like who says that wait you think that i do yeah you've used it many times outside. on the podcast uh, uh yeah and in describing like you'll be like oh the political climate in uh america is so schizophrenic you said Interesting. That. Yeah. I don't even know what I say. And that's not like okay because that would suggest that all Americans actually suffer from schizophrenia and they don't. No, no, I guess not. I guess um I guess I should apologize for my inaccuracy. I'll apologize for inaccuracy in my wording. Um but in you're any welcome, case everyone. if you You're welcome. You're welcome. We don't you're have welcome. a you're welcome section of the podcast, okay? You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, and then I guess I would say, uh, if you want, okay, so write to us and tell us what to apologize for. Uh, you know, the apology section, by the way, in our Patreon podcast is quite, quite lively on Patreon. Everyone comments under the (laughs) post and like, we actually, this section is actually really long and funny Mm -hmm. on, um, on the exclusive Patreon. But in any case, so people love it. But for some reason, we can't get some cold. We can't get some cold DMs um, on the on our normal on our general public free podcast. So if you're brave enough, write us. Okay, Twitter. Pussies. What's that? I just called them pussies. They are pussies. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, Maureen, why don't you just say what you really mean when you say pussies? What Say what's truly in your heart, what you really uh, mean. Do you really mean to call them pussies? Sure, yeah. I mean, I feel like we're allowed to say pussies and fuck still, so I, I'm going to go with pussies. Okay, I thought you wanted to say faggots. No, but um, I for racist confessions, I actually have a bigot confession involving that word. <laughs> Did you know the definition of bigot changed this week? Wow, no, I should have looked, you know, you I to, really should have re-looked it up yeah, before so I used it. How do you even know you're using the word bigot right? 
Wait, so what, what, uh, God, we're going to go down a rabbit hole, aren't we? Of course. You want me to find the tweet, the bigot definition tweet? Yeah. I would say it's really, it's not very easy to search for things. Oh, never mind. I found it right away. I guess it is. Go Twitter. Um, Okay. So the old word for bigot, I mean, the old definition for bigot is a person who is tolerant, intolerant, excuse me, intolerant towards those holding different opinions. That's what a bigot is. Would, mm-hmm. would you agree with that? I, yeah, I feel like it's right. Yeah, that's generally what it means, right? Because okay. it's, it's like people who hate those who are like gay or like a different religion or shit like that. So yeah, I think that's correct. All right, here's the new definition of bigot. Uh, a person who is obstinately or unreasonably attached to a belief, opinion, or faction, especially one who is prejudiced against or antagonistic toward a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular group. I thought there was another word for, like, in-group, out-group hate. I thought that was something different. Uh, well, according, well, uh, according to this, no, no, this is the new, this is, this is what it means now. There's dictionary or is this somebody on Twitter? This is dictionary.com here. I'll, I'll make sure just to be sure that there's no misinformation here. I'll just look up bigot real quick and see if it matches. Yes. This is on dictionary. This is like when you Google dictionary.com. This that that the later is the um, new definition of bigot. Okay. Um, which honestly, okay, so what are the different I, I mean, that's kind of it's corner it's kind of like a more wordy definition. Is that the well, difference? To me, it's, it just seems, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's similar because it talks about being part of, it talks about belief systems, which the first definition talks about like being intolerant of like other people's beliefs, opinions, opinions, whatever. So then the second one seemed like it was more focused on like those opinions, but those opinions are as a result of being part of a certain group. It's like just more like specific to saying like that's because they're Catholic or that's because they're I don't know part of the group that's called gay people I guess that would be like one of the mm-hmm. groups like I don't know or people um, yeah okay. I mean I don't know yeah because it's it's t- to be it's definitely the about being a part of a particular group right um, in the second one yes okay. Well, in any case, uh, so would you say your your racist confession is bigoted after knowing the new definition of bigot? I think it still falls under that. Okay. Uh, well, uh, just real quick, if you want to write to us to apologize for anything, um, we're on Twitter. DM us. I'm at Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, and Marina is at Mocom, M-O-C-M- M-O-C, wait, I'm going to mess it up. Pause. This is new. Forget what I just said. Now I'm starting over. At M-O-C-U-M, one M, even though Maureen has two M's in her last name, 99. So uh, in any case, yeah, so get at us. 
I'm moving, I'm moving around here. Uh, get at us. Tell us to apologize for shit. So let's move on to another section of the podcast then, and we'll do we're, we'll do bigot confessions today, in honor of the new word of bigot, um, the new definition of the word bigot. So, Maureen, why don't you go ahead and tell me your bigoted confession? Well, it's not really mine in the sense that it was that it was Bolsonaro said like, hold on, now where's the goddamn article? Bolsonaro. Do you know about this? Um, Bolsonaro, I, I, how could I know anything about this? All you said was his name. Well, I mean, you would probably know what I was talking about. So today there was I an article that, that has the headline, <clears throat> Bolsonaro asked Brazilians not to deal with COVID-19 like fags. <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> so that's, I guess that's my confession, is that like, I, I, I really laughed. <laughs> Um, at that, and that's why I was telling you to. Why are you saying pussy when you meet faggots? Right. Well, that's why I was like, all right, perfect. <laughs> yeah, he um, he has condemned the hysteria around COVID nineteen. Compared that the new com- compared the new co- coronavirus to a little flu, and asserted that Brazilians' immune systems were so strong that they could swim in raw sewage and not catch a thing. Um, here, that sounds like somebody who really does not want to shut down the economy, right? Here's the, here's a great quote. I regret the deaths. I really do, but we're all going to die someday. There's no use fleeing reality. We have to stop being a country of fags. We have to face up to it and fight. I hate this faggot stuff. I can't even believe this is real. Is this, this is real? I know, which makes me kind of wish we were still talking about Time Wave Zero, but that'll be next podcast. Maybe there's something culturally going on in Brazil with the word faggot that we don't know about here. I mean... I I just can't believe he's like... Right? Wow. That's disturbing. What the fuck, man? I feel really bad for people who live in Brazil. I know. That's and, how people think about us in America. Oh yeah, he Bolsonaro like, this is a nightmare. Yeah, Bolsonaro and Trump are equivalent in their like dumb at big ass mouths that just won't shut up and say the most asinine shit. Um yeah, it's an anomaly how these people got elected. Well, he didn't get elected this time. Um but he came really close. Too close. Like, I mean, people are, like, really proud of themselves that Joe Biden got elected. And I just want to say he barely got elected, okay? I know. I know. And it should have been a landslide. And um, it was not. And there's obviously a lot of shit that wasn't taken into account. And more people voted for Trump than they did last time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think that's more voted in general. Yeah, I think that's probably a lot of people are talking about the discrepancies of, uh, you know, I mean, just voter fraud in general and all this stuff. And there have been people talking about the discrepancies in the numbers, like there's greater numbers of voters this time around and that being an evidence of possible fraud. But at the same time, I think more people voted. And yeah, for sure. The other thing, well, and mail-in ballots being more more accessible, it's easier to vote by mail-in ballot um, than to 
show up at your polling station like the day of, especially for working people who like uh-huh. either don't get home from work till late, they can't go in in the morning. And, you know, maybe they had like a really long day at work and they were just like, fuck it, I don't care. You know, uh-huh. I mean, so there's that. Um, but I mean, overwhelmingly, it seems that Democrats voted mail-in ballot, probably because as Bolsonaro says, they're a bunch of faggots. And they right, too, faggots too afraid to go to the polls. I hate that faggot shit. Oh my god! Um, remember, Marine. I just have to go back. Um, do you remember? Like, there was a point in time in our friendship where, and we haven't. I, honestly, we. Have, I, I just want to put this out here for our gay friends uh, that Marine and I have not like openly said the f slur word, bigoted slur word, to each other in probably like ten years. I was gonna say fifteen. <clears throat> 15. No, I remember when we lived together, when we, when we first moved back to Philly and, um, we were really into saying faggot back and forth. Like it was really funny. I mean, it's more than 15 years ago, by the way. Shut up. Oh my God. We're so fucking old. I know. Um, so, but you and I were like really into this, but at the same time, we also lived with a gay man, our friend. (laughs) And, uh, and you and I were completely oblivious to the fact that perhaps us joking around saying faggot to each other all the time might be upsetting him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I still feel horrible about this. Yeah. And I remember we had like a real heart to heart talk because he eventually got so upset about it and he said something and, and then I was actually too stubborn to give it up. Like, I was like, it's such a funny word. I just, I, I don't mean it in, like, a, a gay, like, against gay people sort of way. It's just a funny word. It's like saying cunt or, like, I mean, I guess cunt's, like, my other, like, you know, I don't know. Just the sound of it is really funny to me. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, and then I also said, like, I also try to defend my saying faggot by being like, well, you can't say the word bitch. Because saying the word bitch is pretty much making fun of females and that upsets me. So I even like, not only did I not just apologize, but I gaslit my friend <laughs> so that I could can get to continue to say this really fun word to me. Um, yeah, it was in the early 2000s. In any case, but eventually I did give in and did not say, we, we both did. And I actually... Uh-huh. And actually, since that time, I have not used the F slur um, till this day on this podcast right now. I know. I know. I, f- I really actually was like, should I even bring this up? Because we're going to have to say it a bunch of times. But I feel like it was uh, in context. And I also don't I wonder, like, I do think gay men, I think I've heard it more like gay men, like the same way, like, for instance, we're two hoes from Delco. OK, like, do you think like. I would be okay if someone came up and called me a hoe. Like, no, I wouldn't. It's not okay to call me a hoe. And I think hoe is a derogatory term, but like we're reclaiming it and making it funny and, um, and maybe insinuating that we're from a working class, like lower or lower middle class, petite bourgeoisie background from Delaware County. So we're hoes. So, yeah. I mean, sex yeah. work is communism, and 
No, I'm, I didn't mean that. But like, so we're reclaiming the word. And I have heard gay men reclaim the word faggot. And I think it's great. And I think they should continue to do it because it's a funny fucking word. And if they want to say faggot to each other, it's totally fine. But we can't, we can't do it. Right. Bolsonaro can, though. Well, maybe Bolsonaro's a faggot. <laughs> maybe he, that's not, you're probably right. It's probably fine, because he's probably a fag himself. Yeah, he should, like, maybe, like, in, in context. I just, like, yeah, I can't believe a leader in power, whatever, would, like, really say that kind of shit. That's insane. Um, you know, I do. Though, and Donald Trump's been our president for four years, so I can't believe I'm surprised. But I know, but it, they just keep pulling out new shit. It's incredible. Um, in any case, yeah, it's going to be really boring under Joe Biden um, when we get boring Biden. When we get our um, labor completely exploited by Amazon.com, Uber... Instacart, what other Airbnb, what other like um, tech conglomerate assholes that um, ex exploit the gig worker economy? Oh, God. <clears throat> um, I think just a lot of corporations do at this point that they just don't want, they only want contractors. They don't want to give health insurance. Um, it's common, I think, across the board, it seems. Oh, yeah. And well, the thing is, but like, um, Biden came out, like has this like roll back, build back better website, which is like his initiative coming into the presidency. And they have like a section on the gig worker. And it basically further exploits all that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I tweeted about it. Um, yeah, it basically, uh, once again, like, you know, ads, you, you have to be like a certain amount of hours. It's a, like, it's like most neoliberal, like fucking, um, policy where it comes, it comes across as like being empowering for the worker, but essentially it's really just, um, making them more vulnerable to be taken advantage of. Right. And like, so for instance, we're saying gig worker, what it's called, um, in this Biden um, Harris labor thing is they're calling gig workers independent workers, oh. which sounds like, you know, way better, way more positive. Yeah. Um, but well, it's really long, so I can't really, um, I can't really get into this, but if you go, if you go to the, Build back better dot com. You can like see all of all of this like kind of shit. Um, but it's pretty horrendous. Um, yeah, it's depressing because like yeah, I'm very like I'm so relieved that Trump did not get elected to a second term. But um, yeah, then you know we have this. Yeah, and it has a lot to do with, um, too, like how that Prop 22 passed in California. Have you heard about that? I don't think so, no. Well, there's this uh, policy. It was on the ballot. So it was like one of those things that voters vote on on the ballot, which that come into law, which I think are actually the, these ballot initiatives are really dangerous and shouldn't be left up to voters because like 
honestly, are, that's what we have Congress and Senate for, to make laws. And right. they have, you know, people that, they're reading the shit, there's somebody reading it for them, there's a lot of, like, like issues that and, and discussion that goes into passing these laws. So, like, putting an initiative on the ballot is, like, fucked up because a voter doesn't have the um doesn't have the knowledge like they're just like showing up in the booth and reading what w- reading a description of what the law will be and, yeah i yeah and that description is just written up by whoever wants it to pass or whatever they don't really like i've definitely answered ballot questions before and just quickly and then later read more about it and been like oh fuck i didn't want to say yes to that right and well, so in any case, the Prop 22 thing sounds like, you know, a lot of flowerly bullshit, like the independent worker, blah, blah, blah. But in a sense, essentially what it did was, and it was put out through companies like Uber and, and um, you know, people delivering food, you know, these kind of things, you know, gig workers. And it was basically like saying that, um, so now that because they're not, they can... To be a full-time worker has to be something, like, so you're working 40 hours a week, but, like, there's, like, a timestamp thing where, you know, as you're waiting for rides and stuff like that, like, that's not considered being on the clock, so it's nearly impossible to get to a 40-hour work week. That was, like, one of the other things. The other thing is that they can't get health insurance, and if if they can get health insurance, they they have to pretty much overwork themselves to get to this certain hourly um, point. And then also the health insurance that's offered to them is like, uh, you know, has to be approved by the the company. And then not only it's like all these like fucking loopholes that would be like insane. Like you need your own HR department to like get your own right. insurance through this. Oh, God. And then the other thing was uh, workers can't organize. So if uh-huh. a bunch of Uber drivers wanted to go on strike or whatever, they're, yeah. it's, it's illegal. They can't do that. And the same goes for like Amazon workers yeah. and people like that. Like they're, it like takes away people's right to organize. Um, and yeah. And so, I mean, it overwhelmingly passed. But California is like an evil tech empire. That's like where it is. Like, I mean, there's no coincidence that um, fires ravage the California every year because I think it's a literally like a hellscape as far as yeah, economics like go. The hell. Yeah, the doorway to hell is in California. Yeah, and, and uh, I apologize. I apologize uh, for making light of the forest fires um in that way but um it's california's fucking evil place as far as i'm concerned um because silicon valley people are like so fucking loaded over there i just right and there's other parts of the state where people are not um the other thing with the prop 22 thing was um what they did what uber did was put a pop-up on their app when you like got an Uber and the pop-up said, say yes to prop 22 and to get the pop-up to go away, you had to click yes on it or okay. Wow. So like people were even brainwashed to like, just yeah. click yes to this months leading up to it. Like, well, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. How they do things now. In any case, uh, and then, so, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm envisioning the future of a Biden presidency, and I think we're going to see a lot more shit like this. 
Um, And not to be like, I don't think Trump, I don't know much about Trump's presidency anyway to really be talking shit, but he did like um, undo the NAFTA, which was like really hurt workers in the United States um, because it made that less competitive, them less competitive for wages Uh in competition with Mexico and Canada. So he did dismantle that, which was like a good thing for workers. Um, But as far as like, I mean, obviously I think Biden or Trump, they're going to shit on the little people. Like it doesn't matter. You're absolutely right about that. Yes. Yeah. That's what that was the choice we were faced with. And it literally was like, oh my God, we got to get this one guy out because we're afraid he's going to let us all die. What did you think of like, well, here, let's, let's talk about Pennsylvania, like how, um, everyone, all eyes on Pennsylvania. And I, I also, I just want to like say everyone was giving Philadelphia credit for the, for Pennsylvania flipping. And I just want to like say right here and now is that it was Delaware County that did that for Biden. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. And what, what, uh, facts do you have? Like statistics? I have no facts. To back that up. I have no facts. I just want to, I just wanted to say that Delaware County is what brought the win because Philadelphia has not really changed um, their, you know, voting. Like, I mean, Philly will will overwhelmingly go for the Democratic candidate. It's like that every election. It's yeah. just that the suburbs, Delaware County, vote, well, Delaware County voted, uh, was blue in 2016, too. You're right. That was a big deal. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I'm just saying like, it's because of the suburbs and more people, um, voting blue in the suburbs is what brought the win. Philadelphia will always overwhelmingly be what it is, but the extra voters that were needed were not in Philadelphia. It was outside the city. Like another County that actually did went from red to blue from 2016 to 2020 was Northampton County in Pennsylvania, which is um, where the Delaware Water Gap is, you know, that area, like Stroudsburg, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Okay, yes, I do. So that was where, and it's like right next to Allentown. Um, So that actually flipped blue. So they voted Republican last time, and it flipped to Biden this time. Yay. Um, Erie County. Slightly less evil. Yay. Yeah. Erie County flipped blue. Um, So it really came down to, I feel like more voters out in the suburbs. And then there was like two counties that were red that flipped blue. And that's what won Pennsylvania. Because let's like put it in perspective here. Pennsylvania, like Biden didn't win by a lot. It was something like 50,000. Yes. Okay. That's not a lot. Nope. And it, it was essentially these two counties and I'm in, these three, I'm including Delaware County and I'm totally not biased in my opinion by including Delaware County. That is what did it for Biden. And I really think Philadelphia needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So you're welcome, Biden. You're welcome, well, Biden. Delco. Two hosts from Delco. I'm sure, honestly, Maureen, I think people who are listening to our podcast from Delaware County were probably like, we probably helped them choose Biden over Trump 
through. Oh, so, for sure, because we're super positive about, you know, about status quo Joe. Yeah, and so I just think that you and I should also get a lot more credit than Philadelphia for helping Biden Biden get his victory. So, For sure, yeah. definitely. Just our show, more than anyone else in the entire city or the city as a whole. Even our if been integral, even much if, more than the city of Philadelphia. Even if I explicitly did say on this podcast that I'm not voting for Joe Biden and I did not vote for Joe Biden, I still think we brought the win for Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, it was. A, I think there was a strong anti-Trump vibe and, a, you know, this idea of, um, well, we just can't vote Trump in again. <laughs> like, it's just not a fucking option. <laughs> so. Um, and. And also the other thing that it came down to and like this like whole drama with Philadelphia, Philadelphia stealing the stealing the spotlight from counties like Delaware County, stealing the spotlight from Erie <laughs> County, stealing the spotlight from Northampton County. Like, fuck you, Philadelphia. And the only reason you're taking all of that glory from us and your annoying little mascot gritty, like, fuck that asshole. The only reason you're taking the spotlight from us. Yeah, how can you say that? I'm against Gritty now because honestly, watching Gritty and all the pro Joe Biden shit this weekend made me be like, I don't like Gritty anymore. Gritty is cringe now. Uh, fair enough. He's annoying now. He Like, I mean, liberals fucking lo- ruined Gritty for me. They really did. Thanks a lot, Biden lovers. Um... So, yeah, Gritty is cringe now. Um, Philadelphia sucks. And the only reason it took... Like, the only reason Philly took all the glory from the county, the surrounding counties, is because it took them so long to count the votes, okay? And it was because we're doing mail-in voting, and it's never been done in the state of Pennsylvania. And they also, for some odd fucking reason, there's some law in the state of Pennsylvania, electoral law, that says you can't count um, ballot, mail-in ballots until the day of election. Right, so stupid. And also, on top of that, there was an additional fucking clause that was like, you can't count the the mail-in ballots until the initial ballots are counted. So they didn't even fucking start the day, election day, counting the mail-in ballots. It got started after everything else got counted. Which so is, there is a video of Bernie Sanders, like, explaining the fact that, and this was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like people kind of get what happened. Like, yeah, it just so happens that more Biden people, more Biden voters did the mail-in because, like, you know, you think it's because people who were Biden supporters are more, you know, aware of the fact that they shouldn't be going to the polls because of COVID. But that's not necessarily true. No, it's not because they all went to a fucking dance party in the middle of a pandemic instead after they voted by mail-in. The the hypocrisy of it is like fucking insane to me. I was laughing. (laughs) I know, I was laughing. Um, But anyway. (laughs) Fucking idiots. So Bernie Sanders is explaining in this video that it's actually a longstanding thing that Democrats tend to vote by mail more than Republicans. So I feel like just for a long time before, like there was always this Republican push to fuck over mail-in voting. Mm. And, you know, this was nothing new. And Trump knew that that was going to be the case and knew that with COVID, you know, there was going to be even more mail-in ballots and they were going to be mostly for Biden. So he started discrediting the mail-in ballots early on. Yeah. 
But I do still think it's ridiculous that the state of Pennsylvania did not foresee this shit show and and make it fucking law to start counting the day up. Like, they should have fucking known. And the thing is, and that's wrong. And what's wrong is because the longer you take to show the results, the more people question the validity of it. Like well, that's what I'm saying. It's probably like a Republican law. It's probably Republican. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I mean, and as far as Senate, Congress, all that shit, the people that make the laws, it's pretty, it's split 50-50 in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, right. Republican, Democrat. Um, so I imagine that, I don't know this shit, but I imagine there was a bunch of trials about this fucking shit before right. election day, and it came to nothing. Like, it just, people disagreed till the very end. And then You're that, probably right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and so, well, and because of this, I mean, Donald Trump still has not like conceded, not been like, I know. so, and he, I mean, uh, and today is November 11th, 2020. So, well, you know that the, what? um, Mars is going, Mars has been retrograde since like the beginning of September and it is going direct on Friday. So, um, that could potentially mean like that hidden things will be revealed and things that have been held up will move forward. So I'm curious to see what happens around Friday with all this. Uh, I definitely wanted to get into astrology talk and <clears throat> its effect, the planet's effect on the election. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So Mars is in retrograde and then it's coming to head on Friday. Yeah. And Mercury came out, Mercury was in retrograde at also at the same time, but came out of retrograde actually on election day, the third. So you have like these two major planets that were in retrograde. And when things are in retrograde, it like causes confusions and holdups and like secrets and shit like that. So like you have right now, we have these planets coming out of retrograde, like one after the other. So, you know, I, there's, that's the problem with astrology. Like there's no specific, like, yeah, this is what's going to happen, but like probably things that have been hidden will come out and things will start to be resolved. And there may be like, like, some of these conflicts of this year may be resolving in the coming months. But yeah, I don't know. Keep an eye on, on Friday, and it's Friday the 13th, too. Mars comes out of retrograde oh, Friday the 13th. So, um, Friday the 13th, all right, truths will be revealed. Um, and then, I guess the other thing with the, because we we've talked in past um, pods about <clears throat> the planets' alignments, and wasn't there something happening in, um, like, January? Well, yeah. So, by January, a lot of these, like, planets that have been making, like, planetary um, conjunctions and stuff. Which like, is going talking, back from... Talking about Saturn and Pluto and, like, Uranus specifically, yeah. um, this year had, like, a lot of stuff going on and met in Capricorn and had all but then in addition to that like there was all this other shit happening like these mercury retrogrades these mars the, like mars being retrograde in aries like all of these things like work together to like amplify this sort of insanity that we're going through and mm -hmm. but like right now it, things are going to continue to get like probably more intense until like mid to late december and then things are going to start 
like fucking finally chilling out more toward January. Like in January is when a lot of these things start to actually change. Planets are moving from Capricorn into Aquarius. Um, like those bigger planets like, like Saturn, Pluto. Um, so we don't, it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to get better, but like this like intensity and conflict and like insanity that we're experiencing mm-hmm. hopefully is going to subside over the coming months. But on, there's like, I'll have December 23rd, there's like some big event too. I'm going to have to look it up cause I can't keep it all straight. Cause there's just so fucking many. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I also do feel, I wonder if like this big truth that's coming out on Friday is finally the government will be like, all right, we have to do another lockdown because like we're at like 800 plus, uh, COVID positive COVID-19 positives in Philadelphia, which is like eight times the amount we were just like three weeks ago. Um, and what? Yeah. So there's like a lot, like all of this planetary movement and stuff I think is also like with COVID too, like that's intensifying, like everything is intensifying. There's a bunch of different shit going on. And what's happening on the 23rd is Mars is square Pluto, which yeah, Mars is square Pluto. Um, so squares are like not favorable aspects. Mars is like the planet of like war and fighting and like passion and um, Pluto is one of like the major planets that has been influencing this year as a whole and um, this again like Pluto has like this theme of like the underworld and like secrets and like bringing things to light and like upheaval and um, I believe I believe Pluto is in Capricorn still at that point. So like that has to do with power structures. So like you're talking about upheaval of power structures in an unfavorable aspect to Mars. Um, So does this mean there's going to be a war on December 23rd? No, but it just means that shit could get a little bit fucking intense or a lot intense. Well, and also what is it? I mean, what if it means like actually Joe Biden is not like, so that's the transfer of power and Joe Biden is actually not good, like maybe worse than Trump. I've thought of those things. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't think, I think it's the same. I think it's the same exact people in power, just in a different package. I don't think there's really any difference. It's just not going to be this like belligerent talk from Trump. It's going to be this like smoothed out, fancy talking, smooth talking bullshit from Biden who can't make a straight sentence, but that's, you know, another yeah. thing, but you know, and also Harris, like she's going to be, I, I think she's going to be very visible too. Um, maybe more so than he is and Mm -hmm. like you know it's both of them both of them are um, definitely not like on board with the progressives so well and the people have said one advantage with Trump is that for um, which I'm like whatever because he seemed like for instance he was doing like assassinations in like Iran like in January of last year and almost like caused a war over there. Um, but that he's like not, he's like insults the CIA and is not like a friend of the CIA. 
and in that way it has made us like less of a of a international threat to other countries because we don't have um the you know a uh, bunch of spooks like causing trouble in other yeah. other countries whereas biden is you know obviously with it with the cia i mean henry kissinger even like was quoted saying like he was happy about the Biden presidency or, or supported it or whatever. Um, and he's like the most evil secretary of state we've ever had. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, should be, I guess, I mean, and that's why like, there's other things like I've unfollowed so many people, um, from this election and a lot of people have unfollowed me. I, I think social media really makes this a lot, all of this a lot more intense, probably. I think social media is fucking going to be our downfall at this point. Yeah. Unless we figure something Mm. the fuck out. It's going to really, like, bring down our culture. I think it already has. I don't know. Like, maybe that's a good thing because it's, like, exposing all this, this, like, it's exposing so much. You know, because everyone does have a platform, and even though there's like manipulations with it, like powerful people manipulate it, like they do. There's still truth that can come out through the masses on I social think, media or similar platforms. I just have to say, I think one manipulation of social media has been the culture war, and yeah, it's right. what it it incites people to show up for these protests, or as the libs called it, for you know the count every vote dancing joy to the polls or dancing in the street, you know, um, bring joy to the polls. So like, because like they're trying to counteract any potential Trump people. Meanwhile, like then I feel like saying that even and posting on Facebook and making events and, and getting people to show up just incites the Trump people on Facebook more. And like, really what you're doing is creating a fucking toxic situation admits a fucking pandemic when people yeah. shouldn't be like like gathering in masses. And I just want to say just to be like I'm like hypocritical here because I did protests with Black Lives Matter in May That's and George George Floyd. I I have protested with the Camp um, Teddy and Camp JTD here in Philadelphia. But I do want to say that when I did do that, that was like it it felt like necessary. Like it, right. it felt essential. essential. And also we were at like a hundred, maybe we were at the decline of the um, infection rate. Right. It's so much worse now than it has been. Like, yeah. Like you guys are going and you're, and these are elected officials in Philadelphia encouraging people. And this is the Philadelphia Inquirer writing like pause, cheerleading fucking articles about this, encouraging people who voted by mail to avoid danger to with COVID to come and, and party in the street. Yeah. And there was Yay. people, people were drinking in public. Like it was like, it was debauchery. And I guess I sound like a little ninny here, but it just, I was going to say, you sound like a fucking nun or something. I do. It's because I'm on my sober high horse. I'm still not oh, drinking. I'm still sober. You poor thing. And but, like, the thing is, well, it made me be, like, watching this all go down. I was like, I think America has alcoholism. I think that's... America, that's get that's right down to it. We have a drinking problem in this fucking yeah. country. Because... Uh-huh. 
everyone can't stay home and they have yeah. to party and they have to go to the bars like For fucking sure. stop drinking like they yeah. just need their soma like whatever it's so pathetic i know um when, ending, i mean that and social what? media it's every it's all this alcohol shit. and Maybe social media it is alcohol it's yeah, I mean, I have, you know, for a long, as being, like, a sober alcoholic, like, for a long time, like, I would be like, no, you know, alcohol is bad for me, but it's fine for people that don't have a problem. Fuck that. Alcohol is not good. No. It's really not good for anyone. And, like, yeah, if you can keep your shit together enough to, like, only have one drink a night or something, sure, it's fine for you. But guess fucking what? Look around you. Is that what you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was, um, election night. I was going to the post office. I think it was, oh no, I had already mailed your envelope. It was for someone else I was sending mail to. And um, there was like this long ass line like down the block. And I was, and the, the liquor store is right next to the post office. Um, and the liquor store, actually because everyone was so afraid of the election results that all, every, all the stores got boarded up because they were afraid of riots and shit. And the, 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 uh, liquor stores all boarded up and there was like this line, I'm telling you like down the fucking block, but it was kind of close to the post office and the post office was full of people. So I was afraid that maybe this was the post office line because I guess part of me was naive enough to be like, why the fuck are people like, I don't know, like the liquor stores all boarded up. Is it even fucking open? Like what is going on? Um, but no, it was a line for the liquor store. Cause, because yeah. when people, because when, now that people have been home, you get like the people who would like have a couple drinks at night, like drinking every day. And it starts at like, you know, five, then it starts at like three, then it mm -hmm. starts at like two. And it's like really not difficult to slip into this thing where like you're drinking almost all day, every day, day and now your body is physically dependent on alcohol. Um, you know, you like you're guess what? Like if you can't get through the day without alcohol, like you're a fucking alcoholic. If yeah. you're lining at the liquor store, you might have a drinking problem, you know? And if you want to continue to drink, that's not like you're fine. You know, that's fine. Like I, whatever. But like, I'm just saying, man, you might want to address that because if it's not like, going to get better on its own. If something like a presidential election means that you have to get wasted, you might have a drinking problem. Like, mm -hmm chill the fuck out like it's i mean i understand that a lot whatever this is just one branch of executive fucking power okay like they can't make all the fucking rules and you know i mean and, and i heard people there was other people being like like gay marriage was in jeopardy like if trump like won like was trump like really gonna take away gay marriage like i don't know how I don't know I don't know either but part of me doesn't believe it like no there was a lot of and there was a lot of propaganda on like the blue side and um that was very upsetting and frustrating to me like the Borat movie was like really very uh retarded right it. it was very obvious anti-Trump people propaganda mm -hmm. and it there wasn't like a ton of substance to a lot of it. Yeah. No, it, the, they really took the fangs out of Borat. Like, that's, yeah, I, I, that sucks because that used to be, like, subversive and cool. And now it's fucking lame. Uh -huh. Um, But he, I'm telling you, if he went, if he made fun of liberals in the same, the woke 
liberals, he would have, it would have been like a fucking amazing, it would have been really good. Yeah, it would have been. I don't know who, like, I mean, honestly, maybe because. It was an Amazon original film. Yeah, Amazon probably wouldn't publish it or whatever. Yeah, and that's the other thing people need to understand that what is happening, um, too, with our economy is that our economy is becoming these monopoly um tech agencies like facebook twitter amazon uber these are like this is why i was saying that silicon valley is like fucking evil and the passing of prop 22 is like a harbinger of what's to come like uh these people control our media they control like our now that they control our jobs our livelihoods yeah like um, whether you can afford healthcare. Yep. And they control Borat and it's sad. Sure do. Um, but yeah, I just like was feeling, I was like, social media was like so annoying and it was like incensing me. Uh, and I, I wondered, I was like, if social media didn't exist, would these groups be at outside the convention center? These Trump people and these Biden people would they be there even if social Not media? In the same way. Yeah, I really don't think they would be. Or and then yeah. it also social media has the capacity to have people show up in masses that I didn't see. Like even during Iraq Iraq War protests. Like right. so, I think it's just it's being used to manipulate people, and it's fucking weird, and it's making me kind of more anti-protest than I ever have been. Interesting. Because I've always been, like, protesting, like, seems like, it's like a last resort. It's like, if you can't get your politicians to, like, well, no, listen to you. violence is, violence is the last resort. Yeah, violence, you're right. Violence is the <laughs> last resort. You can go way more than protest. <laughs> protest is, like, the point before that, though. And, and if yeah. you show up in mass, you know, if you, like, show up like this. You can you can sway politicians' opinions because they essentially work for us, right? Well, I mean that's no. bullshit, but um, I don't know. I I think now that I think protests now are just performative radicalism, and that's it. And they really like and but now there's like this other edge that I think they're influenced by tech oligarchies and. I am not, mm-hmm. like, really, I'm not really, because I was going to do an artist residency, like, I was thinking, because I've been, I did, I did my gorilla artist residency at the Free Library, and I was like, I want to do another performance art project that is like a residency, and do something with a socialist group in Philadelphia, but, like, every single one of them are so, like, in engulfed in the like this ideology of activism that is actually something that I think that is a big turnoff to me and and I think it's ineffective and I also think it makes them at the whims of um being uh appropriated by like corporate America like Black Lives Matter has been appropriated by Amazon and whatever it did not take a long time at all so it what, what? It was slick. Yeah. Yeah. Um like well 
also I really liked like literally right after the election was called like literally that this Monday uh now we have a vaccine that's about to come out for COVID right and I'm just like what that's kind of like the timing is like too on the nose I know shit's weird Beth I don't know what to fucking think but definitely a conspiracy theorist now it's kind of like hard not to be yeah it is hard not to be um like even like you could say shit about QAnon but like they were right there was a elite pedophile uh-huh. ring happening within our government I know, Beth. I know. And like, yes, exactly. The shit that everybody was like, oh, no, that can't happen. That can't be true. It's like, it is all coming true. And again, foreshadowing to our next episode about Terrence McKenna, Time Wave Zero, because I'm so excited. Yeah, that's going to be our next episode is we're talking about Terrence McKenna, um, Time Wave Zero. And uh, yeah, I need to read a lot more about it. Let's not get into it yet, but... I'm going to send you two articles about him. Oh, good. Please do. Yeah, because I was reading about it today because I was thinking we were going to talk about that, but that's oh. fine because I love reading about Terrence McKenna. I love him. Um, I'm sorry. I just figured, like, the election would be, like, take up the whole time, so I was like... No, I just... think you were right about that because I, yeah. I was thinking about how are we going to make this work, so yeah. yeah. But I, it also sort of goes hand-in-hand hand because it goes also hand-in-hand hand with the date, like, that, you know that Mars and Pluto are squared. That's like December 23rd. There's just like all this shit that astrologically it would make more sense that the date of the transcendental object at the end of time that he talks about would be occurring this year rather than back in 2012. And um, That's amazing. Yeah. And also like it's kind of weird because it's like 2021, but it's backwards. It's 2012 backwards. I know. I was thinking about that too. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And he never, like, defined what he thought it meant or what would happen. Like, nobody knows. But what it's well, it's too complicated. But it's not too complicated for a whole episode, but it's too complicated to get into now. But yeah. stay tuned Yeah. to learn more pseudoscience and conspiracy theories on Two Hosts from Delco. Uh, and, yeah, and Terrence, Terrence McKenna. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um. Uh, oh, uh, Hugh Grant has COVID-19. Um, well, in any case, no, but I just want to say too, um, uh, what's going on? Like, uh, so, uh, uh, why is there not another lockdown happening? Like, I don't because understand. It's too late because Beth, it's too, so initially there was the opportunity to contain this from ever getting out into the population. We failed horribly. Um, so now there's then no there point. Was like the then there was a possibility that we could like slow it, and we failed at that too. So it's just there's I think there's just like nothing we can do now. Plus everybody's fucking sick of it. Um, the companies never wanted to shut down. They never wanted us to stop going to work. Christmas is coming. Like they need to have us shopping. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like because we're expendable. That we are expendable. Well, I mean, I guess to the other thing. I mean, I honestly, what too, what with the first shutdown that happened, that was really devastating. Is that as much as I'm like, I think it's so fucked up that a person is going out to eat now. It's so fucked, 
And I think it's I think it's fucked up that the bougie people I clean for that I'm cleaning for them. I think I fucking hate them at this point, honestly. Um, the only people I'm okay cleaning for, which is actually not okay for me to clean for, are elderly people that need my help and people with disabilities that need my help. But like most of my clients aren't that actually. Most yep. of my clients are just rich people who can't clean for themselves. Yeah. And so like, and I fucking hate them because and they say poor people are lazy, right? Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Poor people are lazy. Um, but but the thing is, like, the just the the only thing that would keep them to get a conscience and realize that I shouldn't be cleaning for them now is if there was a government lockdown. If there's not, they think it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's how it is with everything. Exactly. Since restaurants are open, people think it's fine to go out to eat. Guess fucking what, asshole? Um, there was a study I actually read too that like it's something like seventy percent of people who contract COVID-19 are people who go out to eat. And have, I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's it's where it's happening. Come on. What? It's common sense. This yeah. is going to be one of those times in history. And I keep fucking saying this, like before this year, if you heard about any pandemic in history, including the pandemic of 1918, you would be like, how the fuck could people have been so stupid? They were so stupid. It must've been because it was like before science or something, but no, it turns out that we're just fucking stupid. And like, there's something in our psyche that like makes us like, symbiotic with like viruses and like viruses have learned to like how to work with like work us and like fuck with our heads and like you can't even blame people like I get really frustrated but like people are following like basic instincts that they like just can't ignore like some people like need to physically be with other people like yeah no my mom's been like that that they can't like that their rational mind is just overtaken and I mean for me it actually makes me feel bad about myself I'm like am I just really cold but no like you know what like I just fucking know what the right thing to do is right now yeah no it's well and I like also we we, you and I have partners so right yes that helps a lot you know we have cats yeah yeah um, people need to get themselves some cats. That's all I, yeah. you know, um, it's actually one elderly, elderly person I claim for actually did get a cat during the last lockdown cause they got lonely. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> um, but better idea than dogs for sure. Don't get a COVID puppy just cause of COVID because oh, it's so, then you're going to lose interest in it and you're going to yeah. go back to work and the puppy's going to have separation anxiety and it's going to be bad. Well, and also you have to take you have to take a puppy for a walk, and if you're older, you can't really be doing that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so cats are like really good companions for elderly people. Um, but I, but I guess like yeah, I'm really frustrated. I think like I'm gonna start to put provisions on my work because here's my other thing. I mean, the same with the restaurants. Like, I, it's the consumer that is the asshole that should be blamed here. Because, like, you know, the business is being forced to stay open. Then there was, like, when this whole transfer of fucking wealth happened in the first shutdown, like, a lot of these businesses didn't get small business loans. They got shit when they They shut down. So they got fucked over. And so they literally are in a position, they cannot fucking shut down. They have to stay open. Whereas Walmart, Amazon, like, all these fucking places got huge bailouts. How does that make any fucking sense? Because what doesn't make sense, how did Amazon make even more fucking money? Because they got a bailout 
And then they also didn't, they kept everyone working. So it was like, why the fuck yeah, did they, they get any money? They didn't pay any taxes last year. What's that? They also didn't pay any taxes last year. Fucked. Fucked. Um, but, you know, so with, anyway, so the small businesses now, like restaurants, let's just say that's, you know, like, uh, they can't, clo they can't close. They can't afford it. Um, and like, for instance, like with me and my job, like, I'm like, I want to be pissed at my bosses, but at the same time, like, like if they can't legally like shut down so that they can collect, uh, unemployment themselves or like collect on for the business, like insurance or whatever the fuck you have to do when you shut down your business for a pandemic. Um, if they can't legally do that, they have to stay open too. Right. And yeah. it's, it's like, you know, and it's all because our customers, like if our customers just like gave us like, this is fucked up, but like they did do this the first time we were shut down. My clients, my regular clients all like sent me money, even though I wasn't cleaning for them. That's so nice. Yeah, that it, it was so nice. I mean, it wasn't like what I was normally making or anything like that. But like, I honestly think if you're one of these bougie people that has someone cleaning for you. This is what you need to be doing at this point in time. Yep, like, agreed. You need to like fucking take take like if you if you want to continue to even have a cleaner. If not, like maybe this is like your chance to like realize you can clean your own fucking house and right. just fire your cleaner. Like I don't fucking care. Like I'm just doing this job to get by. This isn't like my fucking life or whatever. Um and but it is in a way because I'm totally risking my fucking health. Yep. And I, know, I, I don't want to get COVID, Maureen. I might have already had it. Who knows? But I don't want to get it. I don't either. Nobody does. But we're all susceptible. Um, I also read other side effects now are like um, onset of dementia. Like, cool. Because the virus, the COVID-19, the disease <clears throat> causes, um, affects your brain. Yeah. So you have, effects. Yeah. So you have like cognitive fucking issues. I mean, which is also going to be a thing with the vaccine. Like, these are going to be the side effects of the vaccine, except they're going to be, like, on steroids and weird and, like, fucked up and whatever. We're, we'll just, we're just going to see. Like, yeah, I mean, the next few months are going to continue to be fucked. And also, I remember reading at the beginning of this, as far as psychologically, human beings tend to be super kind at like the beginning of things like this. And then as time goes on, they get like progressively more selfish. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So actually, so if there's a second lockdown, I shouldn't be expecting any like generous tips from um, my clients. No, because think about it. At first, it was like, oh, like it was like a snow day. Like mm -hmm. it was the beginning of it. People were like shocked and like so sad. Oh my God. And, oh, everybody felt personally affected. And now, like, people aren't, people who have not been personally affected have decided that it's not real. I've been worried, like, thinking how many of my clients were at Joe Biden parades over the weekend. Probably a lot of them. And now I'm cleaning for them. Probably a lot of them. Um, because that was the other, actually the, it came out on the news that they suggested that everyone who was at the dance party at the convention center should quarantine for 14 days and get tested after seven. And who are they going to, they're not going to do that. No, 
But all those dumbasses should do that. Are you? I no, hope you're listening. They're working at their jobs at the hospital or the school or wherever the fuck they work. And they would decide they could do that because they've been doing so good lately or whatever. You know, whatever. I don't fucking know. Well, I, I do have money saved up and I'm thinking of like doing an ultimatum with my bosses. So I might lose my job. Yeah, I hope you don't lose your job. But I, I am proud of you for standing up for yourself, and I think that um, I wish you know. I'm not going to say anything else on here. But, yeah, uh, we'll talk post pod. Yeah, which is recorded for our Patreoners. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, well, let's like go on to the election. Um, well, I don't know how long have we been talking now. Hold on, I'm trying to look. Oh, I think like an hour. Okay. Um, uh, we're in 17 minutes. Okay, so we have like another two hours that we can record. Um, <laughs> our podcasts are normally like three hours long. But you know what's in, funny about this whole election 2020 shit is honestly I'm already fucking bored with it. Uh, that's how boring Biden's going to be. I'm just already bored. Um, why did it take Nevada so long to count their votes? Like, I actually, I don't know. How many people? Probably some stupid law like Pennsylvania has. Yeah, but they also, they don't even have like, I think I was looking, it was like not even like a million vote votes or whatever. I don't know. They're too busy having sex with hookers. Legally. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I know. Um, uh, well, also let's, we, there was like, not, I think the the House and the Senate are pretty much still, like, the House is still in control uh, of, Demo- has Democrat control, and the Senate's still Republican majority. There was, like, um, Democrats, like, two, like, races that w- a lot of money was put into that the Democrats lost in Michigan. Um, I forget the senator's name, but she lost, and she's a cunt. And, uh, so Democrats didn't really perform that well. Um, I also like when the early count was in and it looked like Trump was winning, I'm ashamed to say I was kind of happy about that. Is that, it's like, I just want to confess here that that would be my racist confession would be to confess Mm -hmm. that. A part of me was happy to see that Trump was winning. Yeah, a part of me was like kind of fine with it. I know. I um, mean, then yeah. The feeling that I got, like the visceral feeling that I got, was just complete hopelessness and disappointment. And yeah, I mean, it sucks because this just means that now the Democratic, you know, party has alienated all of the progressives and stole one. And that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. For, like, be, that's the reason why I was upset because I was like, yeah. if Trump like lost, it would show that the strong voter base and progressives yeah. and that we were right. Bernie would have won. And, you know, but now I can't say Bernie would have won anymore because Joe Biden won. And uh, well, I'll tell you, like one conversation for a woman I clean with, I not with for and uh, she was like. Uh, you know, asking me, oh, are you happy about the election or whatever? And I was just like, I mean, yeah, I'm glad Trump's gone. I'm not a fan of Joe Biden. She was like, oh, I just love Kamala. 
And um, she was like, all my all my friends are were so relieved that Joe won. And I said, uh, good for them. And she was like, because I was like being like, I don't like Joe Biden. Like, stop like talking to me about this. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I actually called it that Joe Biden would won. And and she was like, and then she said to me, she goes, I think she like felt bad for me. And she was like, I think uh, progressives have a chance in the future. Like a lot of young people seem to be progressive. So in the future, I think like they're, they're going to like make some headway. Um, but, and then she went, but Joe, Joe, um, was the one who was going to win. Like she said something that implied, she didn't say Bernie couldn't win, but she implied that, um, Bernie would have lost to me. Well, yeah. Um, and I was just like, you didn't have to rub it in like that. Fucking bitch. Yeah. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Um, I do think that Bernie would have won. I think that Joe Biden only won because Trump is such a horrific fucking person and he still almost didn't win. Yeah. Uh, so there's, yeah, that's it. That's it. Just like, seriously, people were like, we just really got to get the guy who's not going to let everybody like purposely get sick from COVID. Well, and the thing is though, I think, I don't know what difference uh, Joe Biden's going to have with the COVID I I'm like partly cause I read his COVID response, um, in the build back better website. Yeah. Um, you know, and it does seem like he's concentrating on smaller businesses, like helping a small business get back into like economic shape or whatever. But as far as like, um, you know, shutdowns or anything like that, uh, or stimulus checks or like anything like that, there was nothing on the site that insinuated that that's what they would do. There's not going to be any more shutdowns. And like, I really feel like stimulus is questionable. Oh, I mean, it, you notice like it just completely disappeared too. the yeah. idea of a stimulus. Like the first yeah. off, they talked about it right before the election. And then like, honestly, that was bad for Trump. Like um, if Trump had like, well, and well, first off, I don't know how much power he had because it was the Congress and the Senate. But like when that when the Republicans came back and they were like, I, f I feel like one of the protocols was, no, we're not going to do six hundred dollars a week uh, on top of unemployment. We're only going to do four hundred because they were saying there was no incentive for people to work at six hundred dollars a week, uh, which is really funny because a lot of people, including myself, who got that unemployment, it was the first time in my entire fucking life I had a living wage and it was yeah. insane. So, um, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't have an incentive to work. Um, fuck you. So whatever. That was like one of the stipulations. It was like $400 or whatever. Anyway, um, I, and that was the one that Congress, the Democrats were like, no, we're not budging on this. And then there was like a standstill and nothing got passed. And I think that really hurt Trump for reelection to not have a stimulus, stimulus package go out before the election because people- yeah, people felt fucked over. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I think that if he had, under his like presidency, had done like a really generous stimulus, um, I think that would have turned shit around for him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have turned shit around for him. It wouldn't have been hard for him to handle this like better than he did, you know, and just to like butter up the people and get everybody to vote for him, and then be a douchebag. You know, it's just weird. Like, I don't understand what his what he thought he was doing. 
Well, I well, I don't know if it could have gone under executive order, though. I think it had to go through the um, the Senate. Right, because the power of the purse. And the Democrats um, blocked it. Yeah. So they probably purposely did that to, like, hurt Donald yeah. Trump's chances. You're probably right about that. But in any case, so because of that, though, whatever, now it's past the election and literally no, it's like it never, there was never even a discussion about it and it's not going to come up again. I feel like it's just, that was it. Like it's just going to right. fucking disappear. Um, I think you're right. Who cares? They don't care now because someone's in office, like everybody, they, you know, there's no reason to make us. Well, the other thing too, if they, for instance, like I'm talking to you as a worker and I'm like, you know what, my health is at risk. Um, I, my bosses aren't doing a shutdown because the government isn't doing a shutdown. So I might have to take matters into my own hands and, and, uh, not work and not receive any pay. Right. But, and the thing is, if I have, uh, if I had a $1,200 stimulus check, I would be able to do that. I would have that leverage. So I think that's another reason why they're never going to send it out because they don't want to get, have workers have any fucking leverage. Exactly. Um, and I think like what needs to happen, like, um, and it would be like really fucking amazing if this, if all workers came together in a general strike in this way that the government, like we're, we're all here, America, we're seeing the masses of numbers. Whoop, whoopsie. Sorry. I dropped the phone. We're seeing the, the mass of numbers come going up. Uh, we can't have Thanksgiving. No. Um, and, and people that are just doing it anyway. By the way, you are. I'm gonna. You're retarded. Like, yeah, to- like just a total fucking asshole. You're Thanks. you're retarded, and you're probably gonna kill someone. Like, it's, yep. And I'm not. Grandma will be dead. Like, I don't understand it. Um, it's way. It's just. It's just like look. Like it's just way too risky. Like to get together indoors like when now we're at the we're past the heights of march now in positive cases in philadelphia Uh so um the likelihood that one of like if you're having a gathering the likelihood is like it's like one in five people someone's fucking infected there yeah okay someone who's at the fucking dance party yeah probably someone who was at the fucking dance party and you're gonna like kill your mom or your grandma um, and you know, uh, it's just, just don't do it. Like, it's not worth it. I mean, and people are like, I don't want to be alone. Well, do you want to die alone in the hospital? Exactly. I mean, fucking exactly. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, no, you're not going to die because you don't have Thanksgiving in person with your family this year. That's just not going to happen. But yeah, um, you're right. You could be dying alone in the hospital because you have COVID, like, because you're a fucking idiot. And I, like, just, if if you go to fucking Thanksgiving with your family and you get sick, I don't give a fuck yeah. about you. Yeah. You're an idiot. Um, but before you go and hate on two hoes from Delco for being such um, fascist cunts about Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, super fascist. I, well, we're being like, no, no Thanksgiving. Um, authoritarian, mm-hmm. I guess I should say. Um, yeah, except we have no authority. Yeah, we have no authority. We have a podcast, Marine. That oh, gives yeah. us authority. Just kidding. It's on the internet. 
Just kidding. Podcasts do not give you any authority because literally every asshole has one, a podcast. Um, and, but like, so Thanksgiving's happening, whatever. Think about why Thanksgiving is canceled. And it's because we have been forced to work with no stimulus. Like small businesses are not been given shit. There's been riots and fucking looting. And like that's only made it that much worse and made people that much more desperate to work. And and because of that, we're all like getting infected and mm-hmm. the virus has spread because of all that. Yeah. Now, and that's where I would be like, it would be beautiful if workers all came together and realized this and we all came together as one under a general strike. Yeah. It would be beautiful. No one, no one makes money. No. No one makes money. Gus is mining. People are in debt, you know, like you're in debt. Like even if you're making money, even if you're like of a higher income, like a lot of people have a lot of debt. Like, so it's, you know, you're not like your income is like worthless because it's just already spent. Yeah, like maybe we could all come together and do like a GoFundMe so we could do our our general strike and um, yeah. through individual. We'll have like Swedish people give us money. Individual micro di- donations for the general strike. That would be the most like libtarded thing ever to do. Be like, mm-hmm. I'm doing a GoFundMe to um for the general strike, and then also here's this petition for the general strike post this on on my twitter and my instagram um we're taking donations for the general strike uh hi you're listening to us from delco we're taking donations today for the general strike yeah to help us get through just the money from the general strike will go to small businesses and workers so that we can all stay home for the duration of the holidays so we can spend time with our families yeah so we can quarantine actually quarantine actually quarantine that's the thing it's like it's not fucking like if i mean if people if there was ubi a lot more people could afford to be like you know what i'm gonna quarantine so that our family can have christmas together like a lot more people would be able to do that yeah uh and but we don't we live at capitalism as a death cult and um It's like, go to work. Don't spend time with your family. Like, think about this sentiment and how fucked up that is. Yeah. And honestly, and I'm talking about here, like, working class, okay? I just want to, for all my PMC friends listening who are like, I can work from home. Yeah, good for you. Work from home. Working class people, we do manual labor and Mm -hmm. we can't work from home, okay? We have to be out in the streets. Um, so I'm working class, so I'm talking about working class people. I'm not talking about you PMC pieces of shit. Um, and working class people, um, are getting fucked in this. Yep. Yes, absolutely. It's really hot. Is it really hot in here? Yeah. Oh, is the heat on? No. Okay. So I guess I don't have a fever. Uh It's just like not cold outside. It's humid. Oh, yeah. It's humid, too, which I was actually thinking that today. I was like, great. It's humid and raining. Great. This is great weather for getting sick. The humidity is 97%. 
oh wow, the humidity is 97% after um, thousands of people gathered in the streets for um, Joe Biden. For Joe Biden, you risk your health and your family's health to celebrate Joe fucking Biden. I feel like, well, I can't, no, I can't speak for people. I would think that, I would hope that it has more to do with, like, getting rid of Trump. Yeah, okay, but. we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, um, that it's more about getting rid of Trump. Um, fine. That's why people. Gus, are you on this podcast? Gus, Gus, would, did you want to chime in here? Yeah, he can certainly be a guest. Why? Well, I, I would love to have him as a guest. What were you going to say, Gus? That's why people Talk voted Gus. for... Joe Biden? Gus said that's why people voted for Joe Biden. I don't have a microphone, so I don't know if you could hear him, people. What is why people voted for Joe Biden? Because to get rid of Trump? Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's why I did. Um, oh, me too, Maureen. Good what? For, Gus said me too. Hashtag me too. Yeah. Hashtag me, pound me too. Um, pound me too. Don't talk to my boyfriend <laughs> like that. <laughs> dirty hoe. Um, do you, well, okay, so uh, election. Mostly we've been talking about COVID-19. I think because I'm more interested in that than the election. Because um, it's like all the same thing. It's all wrapped up together mm. in a big package for Christmas. I mean, it. I am really shocked that Trump... One other reason why I thought Trump would win is that also... Well, I guess... I guess he really fumbled the pandemic. So, because also I feel like when shit hits the fan, like, like this, that is happening right now, typically people don't want to make big um, power structure changes because that's actually, like, you know, um, yeah. not a good idea. You don't right, like usually, usually presidents that are president in a time of war get a second term. Yeah. So I guess he like just really fucked it up. He sure did. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, or he was robbed. Or he was robbed. And I have now a mask that says cunt in Russian. Beth, do you, let's go back to that. Oh, let's yeah. Go, let's, go, let's circle back to that and then let's wrap it up. Okay, yeah. Well, let's circle back to um, the package that you sent me, and there was a mask in there, and it's black, uh-huh. and it has some some Russian letters on it. Yeah. And you've told me that the translation is cunt. So why did you choose Russian? Oh, well, so, I mean, you and I call each other cunt all the time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, um, like a pet nickname for each of us. We call each other cunts. Um, a term of endearment. A term of endearment. And, well, I just so happen to be um, on Twitter, I guess. That's all I am. I'm always just on Twitter. I need to quit. You do. I really do. I have a fucking problem. Um, Though I I do credit Twitter for radicalizing me. So there's that. There's that little little gift. Um, So in any case, I was on Twitter and I saw I follow Pussy Riot. Do you know oh, who I they was, are? I, I was going to ask, like, I was going to say, it reminds me of Pussy Riot. It reminds me of that, like, whole concept. Go ahead. Yeah, well, it's from them. So they were doing, like, Whoa. they were doing, like, a fundraiser, you know, to help their cause or whatever. And they made these um, cunt face masks 
and cut cutting Russian. And I was like, this is so great. And also it's like so pussy riot too. I love it. So yeah. I got you an, a mask. I have a cunt mask too. I love it. And initially well, when I wanted us to hang out, I wanted us to take a selfie together wearing a cunt mask together. But we'll get our selfie. We'll, we'll survive selfie 2020. And so like, you were right for us to like not hang out, but at the same time, I was like, I was really pushing it because I saw this number, these numbers rising, and I, I was, I was kind of like being like, I'm not gonna see people again. I knew that was a thing, but I just, yeah, I was just like, nope. Um, no, and it's fine. But uh, anyway. You'll if you will send me a selfie of you wearing the mask, I'd appreciate it. Um, I will. And you should wear it to work. And if people ask you what it says, just say it says vote. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, it says smile. <laughs> well, no, it, it's four letters, so it's, it says vote in Russian. Just tell them that. I would love it if Russian people came and were like, "Oh my god." Uh, I. Uh, like wore it to uh I wore my cunt mask in uh the Wissahickon and there the, I actually heard like there's like Russian people like were like walk by I'm not kidding and That's we funny. and we were joking I, like do you think they saw your mask or whatever but yeah and even actually when um uh the day the election was announced on Saturday Gus and I rode our bikes to Valley Forge yeah. And we ran into Russian people all day on that day, too. Interesting. And well, you had that mask on or no? No, I wasn't wearing my cunt mask that day. Uh, what mask was I wearing on our bike ride? Um, oh, I was wearing my I Love Jesus mask. That's amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a funny mask. I thought you would like it. Although, I do yeah. have to say, I don't think it's very a good mask, like, safe. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Because it's only one, um, one, layer. one layer. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't really, right. yeah, it's not that safe, so. I'll just wear it one time so that I'm outside or something. Or just for show. I don't want to ruin it, either. Uh, well, you just it. wash it. You're not going to ruin it. It's also black. You can't ruin it. True. Um, but yeah, and so I sent you the comic. Also, I also sent you that um, bumper sticker. Well, yeah, I wanted to know, did you make that bumper sticker? Because that was another one of my questions. We didn't get through everything. Yeah. Um, I was cracking up at that, and I'm trying to decide where to put it. it. Where did it come from? So you got it. You got the joke. Yes. Uh, so okay well this is somebody that I, I think so unless I'm missing something I thought it was funny yeah it was something I was like saying um anyway the person I didn't make the bumper stickers um I it's somebody who I follow hold on let me see if I could do this from here it's somebody that I follow on Instagram and they're called like robot robot monastery but I and and his name is Chris B. But I don't really know anything about him. But um, he made these bumper stickers, and I thought they were hilarious. So I like messaged him and was like, "Can I? I would like to buy some." And 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 yeah. So I bought like a bunch of them. Um, and I thought it was really funny. What I liked about it is because when people were 
when the lockdown was like first opening up and people were going to restaurants and stuff or I mean or if people were doing stuff that was like just coming out of the lockdown and they were doing something that maybe they shouldn't be doing and everyone was saying that's not very that's not essential of you bro because yeah, it, like hilarious. all the only thing that you were supposed to be doing is like essential things like going yeah, to the grocery and store still- Still, Still, really, that should be the fucking case, which yes. makes it even funnier that you sent me that bumper sticker. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought it was really funny. So I bought them. But then the other thing, Maureen, I'm glad that you initially got it. It just shows like you and I, you have to be on a certain wavelength of sense of humor to get this shit. Um, yeah, I thought it was like just generally hilarious, but I am also kind of obvious. And I think like if I think it's funny, other people will. Well, no one, everyone else that's been to our house and people I gave the sticker to do not get it. They're like, what, what? is this? Yeah, they don't understand. It's hilarious. I know. And they were like, but what's the joke? I don't get it. And then Are I have to, yeah, no, I'm not kidding you, Maureen. This is like, and then I was like, I'll send one to Maureen and see like if she gets it. So. Oh yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm an essential worker. Yeah. It's not very essential. I didn't bro. stop working. I never got it. I didn't stop going to work. I miss those days, man. That was like the fucking best time. It, like, seriously, it's just like that one comic that you did. Like, it was like the best time of my life. Like, I was working like 32 hours a week. It was like springtime. There was no traffic on the road. Like, my work was actually, at the beginning, it was like very quiet. And like, it was just like, so less so much just the working for I wish I could just work 32 hours a week I feel like I would have so much energy I would have time to exercise yeah. um and I do I think people who are not who don't need to go to the office should stay the fuck home forever and like stop clogging up the goddamn roads mm-hmm. so people can get to their jobs that they need to be physically present for yeah I mean there is like there's a difference between manual labor and and a desk job and yeah. I feel like desk jobs have been pretending they're manual labor for way too long. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, I like, but also that comic from that is actually from a Jacobin article. I don't know if you know Jacobin, but they, um, it's a, um, uh, you know, fucking news editorial that is from like a socialist point of view. Um, gotcha. No, I don't know. And well, yeah. they you you should uh, check it out because you would like their articles. Although they tend to lean like more democratic socialist, which is actually um, kind of like more democrat. You know what I mean? More left leaning yeah. in the dem like you know, and not so um, hardcore socialist. So you know, sometimes you have to like be real you have to scrutinize their point of view a lot when you're reading it um but i still i still enjoy a lot of the articles on there and uh that one in particular that those people those experiences were exact quotes taken from workers during the pandemic and they did an article about how like universal income like improves people's lives and like like for instance like i think i put it in the comic like one person started going back to school like yeah like it's all yes 
And like other people like realized like hidden talents that they didn't really know about themselves. Like, I mean, just the because the the weight of like manual labor, like going to these like grudging jobs that pay shit. First off, it's like physically exhausting. Second, yeah. second and off, second off, there's no way out because you're not being paid enough. So there's really no freedom. And exactly. it, it's you don't have a choice. Yeah, you don't and like people like be like hate when I say this, like because you don't know you're not a slave, Beth, but I'm talking about wage slavery. It's wage slavery. Yes. Indentured servitude. Yeah. Um, which was like actually another I like was going off this week. I actually really <clears throat> this is my other like controversial take where people are like, Beth. Um, where they don't say Beth, they just unfollow me. But like, I really think that higher education is not working class. Okay. Like if you're an adjunct in higher education, like you are a part of the bourgeoisie, you are not working class. Okay. So academia was, yeah, not considered a working class. Yeah. But all these adjuncts, because, and I'm talking about art school specifically, because art school is like kind of like um, this like non-essential higher education um, right. in a sense. Like, like there's nothing artists can do after art school to make a living besides yeah. become either a teacher in art school. That's literally all you can do. And there's, yeah. and there's not enough teaching jobs for all the people that go to art school. Yeah. Um, so what's happened is, so it's kind of like this failing economy, this, um, the art school and yeah. it's failing. And, and a way you can tell that it's failing is that they have hardly any permanent teachers. It's all adjuncts, um, because they can't afford to like give good paying full-time jobs. They can't afford yeah. to give health insurance. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. So these art teachers are essentially like gig workers and uh, and because of that, they're trying to unionize and um, be like and to gain more white rights as workers and more whites and more whites um, to gain more rights as workers in this field. But my my critique of that is that <clears throat> all you're doing is perpetuating a failing system. And you're not working class, so stop trying to accommodate, try, trying to appropriate working class ideology like union organizing into higher education because that's fucked up, first off. Right. Um, union organizing is for manual labor and people who are take, being taken advantage of making seven fucking dollars an hour, not you making 45 to $50 an hour as an adjunct. Like, fuck yourself. Fuck you. And also, fuck the horse you rode in on because... You're in you're like contributing to students being indentured servants. You're they're they're paying tuition to go to art school. You know what is ahead for them because you're living yeah. that shit. And you are just feeding it. You're perpetuating the cycle. And it's because you don't have balls to be working class. You don't have the balls to say no to this and let the system fail. Let art schools fucking fail. And they should, because they're like First off, like it should people should not be paying thirty grand a year to go to art school when they can't make that money back. It's unfair. Yeah, I mean it happens with the that that's the whole student loan debacle. It's like a, 
I was a communication major. How, what am I going to be a communication professor? Like, well, I still think though, like, and you and I lived together. So I know, I mean, at the same time at the, the, when the economy was crashing, like, you know, um, and I would say that you had a little bit of an advantage in the workforce than I, I did. Yeah. Because. Very yeah. Because. I went to a liberal arts school. Yeah. 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 And also because you gained skills that were almost like office skills in school. Mm-hmm. Whereas I went to yeah. art school and I would painted and I talked about like theory and shit. You can't, I can't get an office job on that. Right. And and I'm not making this shit up. I materially lived through it where I tried to get office work and I couldn't because people like you, no offense to you, like I'm happy you had a job. Yeah, like fine. but yeah. you're more qualified than me because you had like this college background that was like mm-hmm. more suited to office work. Right. Wh- whereas I did not. So and then everyone was trying to get jobs, so there was very little job. So I mean I just got like perpetually fucked. So I perpetually, that's like my word of the day today. So I'm just saying like, I piss off a lot of my artist friends because I really think like if everyone just like had the fucking balls and stood against the system, like we could be making more progress than appropriating the ideology of working class, um, like things that are met, that are the structures that are put there to help working class people. Structure, they are not there to help bourgeoisie, which is what you are yeah. if you're a teacher in higher education. And, yeah. and I'm not talking about teachers. Like, if you're passionate about teaching, teach in public school. Art, teach art in, like, uh, for kids whose parents are paying for after-school programming. Like, you know, that's fine. I just don't think we should be bringing more young adults into this economy. And especially our economy is going to crash. It's going to be even worse now. After all this, I don't think we should be uh, paying or like, like trying to get by ourselves like a vampire off the the students tuition. And these students are going to be fucked when they graduate. Well, that is their decision for going to art school. This is true. I also think young people are really um, idealist, uh, idealistic, and I know that I was, and that's why I went to art school, although I did try to drop out my sophomore year. I did. Yeah. Because I was, I was working while I was in school, and I was like, you know what? This is probably what my life is going to be like. I don't know why I'm going to art school, but, you know, but, you know I stuck with it because it's kind of like – well, you started, might as well finish it, you know? It feels, yeah. it feels like quitting when you're halfway well, you know. through. I mean, it is quitting, but... But also, yeah, I mean, it was a different time. Yeah, definitely, like, it was a different time because it was right before, it was, like, right before the economy went to total shit. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, I, you would go, I, went, I remember going to this, like presentation that was for becoming a Pfizer representative like uh you know to a pharmaceutical representative Pfizer you mean the people are making the uh, vaccine for COVID-19 that Pfizer 
Yeah, those people. Okay. Um, and they, like they were people just would be like, yeah, like when you get out of school, you're probably making like sixty thousand dollars a year. Like that was like a common thing, like to say. Like, wow. it was like Well, once you're out of school, and also, and I keep bringing this up, but I think it's just important to talk about the fact that there would be t- like rows of tables of credit card companies giving out free shit like T-shirts, candles, shit like that for um, signing up for a credit card for college students, 18-year-old college students who had no credit history and no cooking income and nothing but student debt. Yes. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, thinking about it, it was all the time. It was like every weekend they would be out there. Wow. That is vulture, like, extreme, capitalist vulture fucking. That's insane. I had a candle because I filled out, I, and, and I you know, had like a beach towel, but I would like always put the wrong address. But like, yeah, I would fill them out all the time to get the free shit. And but also like the fact that your school like had no like didn't think that this was not a good idea. Like, yeah, and, no, they were fine with it. Yeah, supported it. They probably got paid for it. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm sure they did. Oh, or no. something. That's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, yeah, I mean, and actually, that is. such a great example as to like what went wrong too because so much of the bank the bank's greed and these credit card companies greed and the real estate agencies greed like really hit like a pinnacle and that's where the crash happened like all this fake money it was it was all this invisible fake money that didn't really exist Mm -hmm. and everyone was just totally overconfident and the bubble burst yeah I, i mean yeah I wonder if credit card company companies still line up at colleges like that. I don't think so. I don't think that's happened in a very long time. I think that was like part of, that was like the part of the yeah. burst. Yeah. That was like when it was like this malignant, like, like encouragement of like people to get credit cards and basically, they basically were like, it's basically just free money. And like, don't worry, cause you're going to be making money soon. You'll have a college degree. Like, it was fucking sick. It was sick. And uh, I was actually just thinking, you know, I think two hosts from Delco should have a scented ha- candle for Patreon, too. Yeah, what would it smell like? Delaware County? Uh, Wawa Coffee. Oh. I... Wawa, Wawa Hoagie Candle. Oh, that's probably, um, no, I bet it's amazing. Pika's Pizza? Pika's Pizza Candle? Smells like pizza? Oh, that would be amazing. Um, what's some other sense of Delco? Um, piss on the trolley. Yeah, I don't really, that could be like West Philly though. I, I can't, I can't True. say, I, you can't well, say I that. Well, I mean, the, the trolley goes through the whole area, so I'll be. Yeah, but, um, it's not, it's not specifically Delco, so. Bathroom at Springfield Mall? Um, no, I mean, the bathroom at Springfield Mall smells like, you know, every other bathroom. Uh. Dank-ass pussy. <laughs> um, smells of Delco. Um, what's some smelly Delco shit? I mean, there's definitely plenty of smelly Delco shit. Acropolis pizza? No. Um, 
uh, let's just let's just end this bad bad riff here. Um, well, wait. Here's some Delco news. So apparently, Pennsylvania is telling people from PA to not travel if unnecessary, non-essential travel to New Jersey and Ohio and West Virginia. Yeah, so, um, we're gonna we're gonna security. be seeing escalations. I don't know. You say you don't think there's gonna be a shutdown, but I've been seeing a trend like every day where it's getting like more and more serious because um, the numbers are just getting out of control and the hospitals are going to be overrun. They're saying one of the reasons why the, they're not doing the shutdown yet with the amount of infection rate versus the spring is because doctors know how to treat it now. Sure. I'm sure that makes a difference. Um, so it's not as like um, as, as much of a shit show. Yeah. But there's still only so many hospital beds, you know? Right. So yeah. they can't fucking do this. No, they can't. Oh, my God. You're way more a pessimist than I am. I'm a realist. Um, I'm a... I guess that makes me a pessimist if you're a realist. Perhaps. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, I mean, final election thoughts. Uh, let's close this up. Uh, let's see. Uh, do you think the election is fraudulent or not? Do you think, uh, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's bullshit, but not in, in the way that like people probably took that question. No, I don't think that there was election fraud that caused Donald Trump to lose. Um, but I think that our election process is bullshit and our government is bullshit and that we just like chose someone out of desperation. That is an excellent point because I do like people are like, oh, not our precious. But I do think there's fraud in elections, every election. Yeah. Um, you know there is. Yeah. So like there's that. Um, also, though, it's like it's really like which side out frauded the other honestly. Um, but at the same time, I don't want Donald Trump to be president anyway. So, yep. um, there, someone was talking like the, it's actually been proven that the election that, um, JFK won was fraud. Interesting. It was the state of Illinois, and it actually, that's what won him the election, and it was uh, because of fraud. So he wouldn't have been president. Well, I mean, Catholics shouldn't have been president anyway. Well, now we have an Irish Catholic in the White House again. How do you feel about that? All those fucking Catholics. All those Catholics. I think Joe Biden's then the only, the second Irish Catholic. I guess the last Irish Catholic was Kennedy, and now it's Joe Biden. Really? There hasn't been another one? I don't think so. Let me Google That's it real kind quick. kind of funny. Dirty Irish Catholics. Um, Apparently, like, when he was president, it was, like, super looked down upon that he was Catholic and not Protestant. Well, of course, because Catholics um, have been... Yeah, it's just Kennedy, and now it's Joe Biden. Huh, that's funny. Um, because, well, that's because Protestants were, like, the uh, King George people. The and rich people. The, they were the rich people. And the Catholics were like the the descendants of pagans, mm. um, so that's why Catholics are dirty and Protestants right. are cultured and wealthy 
but not anymore because now we've had two Irish Catholic presidents. Yeah, why? How, how come no one's making a big deal out of that? Well, okay, wait. This is... Oh, well, okay. Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson, but he was Scott-Irish. Oh. Well, to all those bigots who didn't want an Irish Catholic in the White House. Now we got one. Fuck you. Um, and maybe because, you know, uh, if JFK, the only way JFK, an Irish Catholic, could win is through fraud, then I guess this proves this is how Joe Biden won, because he's an Irish Catholic. Well, yeah, Irish Catholic, sturdy liars. Yeah. So, um, you heard it, you heard it here on two from Delco. There has been fraud, uh, and it's because Joe Biden's a dirty Irish Catholic. Um, and everyone, uh, we're from Delco and we're Irish Catholic just before you get upset. Marine. I know you thought we were wasps. Marine, you're not Irish Catholic. Sure I am. No, you're not. I'm Irish and I'm Catholic. You are not Irish Catholic. What? Is, no, I'm actually serious. Are you? Is, you're Irish. Yeah, I'm partly Irish. Irish, Polish, <laughs> German, and Welsh. That's yeah. Why are you laughing? Because like, like I actually thought, like I actually, you don't look Irish, like literally at all. Yeah, I don't look Irish. Yeah, my cousins look Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, everyone wants to, uh, uh, like, I mean, honestly, if everyone doesn't know what Maureen looks like, she looks like AOC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, describe me as looking like. Maureen, we should have you cosplay as AOC. You totally I should. Will. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, basically, all you need is a white I'm top, thinking... white yeah. top, white jeans. Big um, eyebrows and red lipstick. Yeah, and also, like, you should just get the glasses to take on and off, because people like that. The, her glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She doesn't right. really wear. Um, oh, my God. Totally. You would make such a good AOC. So, um, but in any case, I really am Irish Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you didn't say what I look like to you. Oh, uh, I was going to say you look like a dirty Jew to me. Oh, well, yeah, I don't think that I'm Jewish. Um, I, wait, I thought you were an eighth Jewish. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. My right. grandmom once held up her f pinky finger to me and told me, like, this is how much Jewish I have in me. Um, yeah, apparently the German side of my family had Jewish ancestry. Oh, so they made it. Yeah. They awesome. made it. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, I have, I do, I should say, I do have, like, Scottish and Irish, and, uh, so, I'm not 100% Irish, but, you know, closer than you. I'm more Irish than you. Yeah, well, you look way more Irish than I do. Yeah, I just look like a mutt. Yeah, I mean... There's a little Irish in me, a little bit of Irish in me. In any case, um... You know, there's you could there's still hope for you to become president though, even though you're not Irish Catholic. BT Dubs. I grew up in Upper Darby, so that basically just makes me full Irish. You realize that? That's true. That's true. Upper Darby's got a lot of Irish people living there. So, top of the morning to you. I'm just the exotic looking one. Um, I 
I feel like I had something else to say about the election, but I kind of lost my train. Of, I lost my train of thought because you claim to be Irish Catholic, and I was just like, "Where we need a record sound in here." <laughs> I mean, you know that I, you know that I have Irish. No. Oh, fair enough. I mean, well, I, I thought it was like Polish and Welsh. Yeah, Polish is the big. Yeah, that I look like what I look like is Polish. Yeah, like That's what you're saying. Um, but you know, I guess your dad does look Irish, actually. Yeah, his whole side. The I mean, Cummings is my last name. That's an Irish name. My name is Maureen Cummings. Oh, okay. Is Cummings an Irish last name? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Google this. And, like, Irish off-the-boat people will be like, but good Irish name, Maureen Cummings. I had this man name a kitten after, well, the kitten was already named after me because it was, like, named after the technicians at at the shelter where I worked. Uh-huh. But, like, the guy was, like, very, like, his name, last name was, like, O'Goyle or something. And he was like, oh, an Irish name, Maureen. He's like, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. It's a good Irish cat. So there's a cat named Maureen out there somewhere. It's a black cat. Aw. Yeah, it says here, uh, Cummings comes from the old Irish Gaelic surname. Oh, Cummin. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I think our our name actually was Cummins. And then when, like, our family came here, it got changed to be more, you know, American or whatever. So it was Cummings. Um... Okay, fine. You're Irish Catholic. You win. I mean, I always win. Uh, that's the Irish Catholic way. Yeah. That's how like, Joe the Biden. Fighting Irish. The fighting Irish. We're um, oh, I guess my other thing I was going to say uh, for, yeah, Joe Biden cheated and that's how he won. And if all the MAGA people are mad about that, like we just sympathize, uh, just or try to remember how. Like mad you were when, when Trump won and all the the Democrats said it was Russians, Russian collusion. It was though. I think it was like RussiaGate. I think is mostly bullshit. I do think that yes, they post like they have bots on social media to like make dissident, you know, um, to create derision. But I don't think. Uh, to the extent where they tried to impeach Donald Trump over it was uh, was correct to do. Yeah. Well, they got swift punishment in the form of COVID-19, so. Oh, yes. COVID-19 definitely has been brought upon um, American soil solely because the Democrats tried to impeach Donald Trump for mm-hmm. um, uh, Russiagate. That's some QAnon yeah. shit. You, you should be on uh-huh. the Q- you, you're You'd be a good member. They'd love you over there, Marine. I told you I'm a conspiracy theorist now. Um, have you seen the video of the woman who was praying for Donald Trump to win? It's like his spiritual advisor, apparently. No. Um, I have a clip, and it kind of goes with, because she was praying to angels, and uh, we, we did an angel episode, so I'll just play it. Yeah. The angels have even dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Vika hata anda ata 
ora batarata and ek 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 banda atarik diasha. Anyway, that's Trump's spiritual advisor doing leading a what? Is she speaking Enochian? I think she might be speaking Enochian, yes. Huh. Wow. That's um really something that I feel should be happening like with the government officials, like and our tax dollars should be paying for. Because I'm sure that they're paying for it in some way. That was yeah, I mean I'm sure I mean it's his spiritual advisor. I mean she's an official whatever, I guess. So yeah, she's probably getting money for doing that. She um, sounds like she's fucked up on meth. Well, she's obviously not very good at her job because Donald Trump lost. So sure, yeah, the angels were like, "LOL, loser." That's not our language. Uh, but I would do. I do think it would be incredibly ironic if uh, that prayer did work and Donald Trump won, and it was angels in Africa who delivered his his victory, considering that um, he's such a racist. Well, Africa and South America, right? He hates all those. Oh, yeah. The Afri- people, so. South America is the place with all the shithole countries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now you got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl coming coming over the QAnon Trump side. <laughs> um, okay, I don't know what else to add to this. Mm. We got to stop. I have to go, like, eat dinner. Joe Biden won. Joe Biden won the election, and that's about as excited as we are about it. Podcast. Podcast. Do, do, do. Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a four house on the hill. Two hoes. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's going to want to be up in that shorts.